is with me, every one of us in this place, and let's pray. Our God and our Father, we appreciate you and we love you. Grateful to you for this opportunity we have to receive your word. We ask that everyone in this place will be transformed by your power and by your word. Rule in every life and let your word bring healing, restoration, and deliverance to us. Show us your way and teach us your path. May you be glorified in every life here in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Before you sit down, tell seven people, I'm happy to see you in church. Move out of your chair and tell seven people, I'm happy. Shake them and tell them. I said, tell seven people. Some of you are standing at one place. Tell seven of them, I'm happy to see you in church. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. What a time. Amen. You may be seated. Where is your land past? Is he gone somewhere? I saw, ah, he's at the technical desk. Beautiful. Well, again, it's a blessing to be here. Today is communion service. Amen. Amen. So we are going to, I'm going to preach for a short time and then we will have communion. Amen. Um, I believe that God has a, a word for everybody here. So um, stay right where you are and open your heart and let God minister life to you. Say amen. amen. If you're sitting by your neighbor, make sure that he doesn't fall asleep. But it's wide awake through the service. Amen. I want to, I want to read a, a verse of scripture to us. And that's going to be the foundation of what I'm going to be teaching every um, Sunday. Um, every first Sunday. Because every first Sunday is a communion Sunday. Amen. Revelations chapter 22, Revelations chapter 22, and verse number 1, 2, and 3. Revelations chapter 22, verses 1, 2, and 3. Now, everybody in the church, I'll ask you, Hannah, good to see you. I thought you didn't make it. Beautiful. God is with you. Now, let's all read from verse 1. Ready? Go. Hello, let's all go. Ready, go. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and oh, of the Lamb. Okay, the next verse. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bear twelve manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nation. May your nation be healed in Jesus' name. 
Let's read the next one and then we'll be getting through. Ready, go. And there shall be no more curse by the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it and his servant shall serve him. Now wait, let's all read this verse 3. Then the first line again. Ready, go. And there shall be no more. One more time. For the third time. For the fourth time. And for the fifth and the last time. And there shall be no more curse. Hallelujah. Now I'm talking about this particular phrase. And I need for you, I'm going to show you from scripture. Can I have an amen? amen? I'm going to show you from scripture. Elijah. What the, when the Bible says, and there shall be no more curse. It means that curse is working. But there will come a time in your life where there will be no more curse in your life. Oh, you meet the group ready to shout, Amen. Now, it's very important to understand the teaching that I'm going to teach you because if you can understand it, a certain deliverance will come your way. Amen. Ancient words ever true. Changing me and changing you. We have come with open hearts. Oh, let the ancient words, ancient words ever true, ancient words ever true. Changing me. And changing you, we have come with open hearts. Oh, lavish words in fact, holy words of our faith and to this end came to us through sacrifice through sacrifice oh he the ancient long preserved long preserved for our walk in this case Lift your right hand and sing Asian words. Asian words ever true. Changing me and changing you. We have come with open hearts. Hallelujah. You may be seated. 
Now, when I look at Nigeria, when I look at Ghana, when I look at Togo, Benin, <laughs> thank you. When I look at Niger, when I look at what other countries in the world, Iraq. Now, when we, well, let's go to even the Western world. What? Sri Lanka, what a shock. <laughs> when I look at America, when I look at England, you'll be there. Okay, no problem. God will make it possible. But you see, I want you to know, Bible says that there shall be no more curse. Now, there's certain curse is operating in the world that I need for you to understand. Now, we have three types of curses. Somebody say three types. I didn't hear you. Three, number one, we have what we call global curses. Global. You see, Benita is always writing notes. She's a good Christian. What a shock. All of you are not writing. You, you are soaking inside your... You are responding, amen, for me to preach better, isn't it? Beautiful. Now, somebody say global curse. I didn't hear you. When they say something is global, it means, Mr. Friday, when they say something is global, it means that anywhere in the world you go to, the sin can be found there. Yes, Am I talking to anybody here? Yes, Just like when we have a coronavirus, it became, it started somewhere in, they say, China, and we heard about it. Baby kind is global. We heard about it in China. We heard about it and it got to America. It got to Italy. It got to Spain. It got to England. It got to so many. And in Africa, we thought we were free. Then it came to Africa also. So you see, <laughs> what a shock. Oh, it didn't come to Joss. My sister, what's the name? Joy. Yeah, sister Joy. Beautiful. Ah. You're not took a picture away. What a shock. <laughs> All right. Now, when you look at them, did uh, they come to Joss also? They came to Joss. What a shock. Even on the plateau, plateau, it was able to climb the plateau and come, come here. Now, you see, when they say something is global, what it implies, Emmanuel, what it implies is that anywhere in the world you are, the thing can affect you. So you see, I'm saying that there are three types of curses. What we call global curse. That means any part of the world you stay, it can affect you. So you see, I bless God for your life. Many of you sitting here, maybe in three years, four years, five years time, you may not be in this country. <laughs> I like the way you said it, yes, sir. You'll be where in Germany. <laughs> you may be somewhere else, but there's a certain curse that can follow you everywhere. So, in this series, I'm going to show you how you can make the curse ineffective in your life. 
Say amen. amen. I'm going to show you that wherever you live, whether you live in Abuja, whether you live in Jaws City, whether you live in um, Lagos, whether you live in Ibadan, wherever you live, how you can neutralize that curse. Neutralize means that make the curse ineffective in your life. Oh, somebody should shout amen. The curse will not be effective against you. Can I have an amen? So I'm just giving the foundation for today. But I beg of you. Look, I will need them and beg you. Don't miss any first Sunday of any month. Because what I'm teaching you is, God told me to teach you. It will change your life forever. Somebody shout amen. You can see I'm, Mr. Christian, you can see I'm leaning down. I'm begging you that don't miss any, if, even if you are going to America, postpone it. Make sure you are here. Every first Sunday, it's going to be about teaching about how to make curses ineffective in your life. Somebody say amen. Akila, I'm begging you, I'm begging you. You have to decide that me and church, I'll never miss it. Because there's something that God has sent me here to your city to come and teach you. And by the teaching and the prayer, your life will be turned around. Lift your hand and shout amen, somebody. You will be delivered. You will be set free. Shout amen again. Are you still here? Am I talking to anybody here? So we have the global curses. Number two, and I'm going to explain that, all of it. Number two, we have what we call the Bible curses. Curses that can be seen in the Bible. Pastor Peter, they can be seen in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I don't know, every church has one or two people who respond when you are preaching. It makes the preaching go nicer. So when I don't see you, I'm not happy. Those of you here. May you join the shouting stars. We call them the shouting stars. Somebody say the shouting stars. Aha, uh-huh, beautiful. Now listen, I'm saying that the second type of group of cases is called what? Bible, the Bible curses. Curses faith. That can be seen in the Bible. So we need to look at them and see. These biblical these Bible mentioned curses. How do they affect my life? And how can, I, how can they neutral? How can I be free from them? I, is that, the place is quiet. Either you are listening to me or you are, you, you are listening to me, isn't it? Mary, you are listening to me. Very well. Very, very well. Beautiful. So we have the global curses. We have the, the Bible curses. And then number three, we have... The custom-made curses. Custom-made. For example, if I look at Elijah, get up. Elijah's dress, clothes, I think it's custom-made. The tailor measured him and decided and chose the style. Maybe he, he saw the style in a magazine and said, I want this style. And so the tailor said, how long is your arm? Your arm is... Uh, uh, pardon? 22 inches. What a shock. And then you are tell already. Wow. So you understand what I'm saying very well. So I used to be a good, a good one. 
You made this one. This your design. Costume made. You invent it. Father, let this man be great in the name of Jesus. Beautiful. Clap your hands for him. So, when you say custom made, they measure you and put it on you. So, look at how nice this is. If I try to wear this, my pot belly will not fit into this. Because it was not made with me in mind. It was made with Elijah in mind. So, it is custom made. Somebody say custom made. I don't know whether you catch what I'm saying. So you see, this thing was designed so that he will wear it. He will wear it. Amen? amen. I said amen. amen. So if I ask our mommy to wear what this one is wearing, there's going to be a problem. Because it was not made with she, with she in mind. It was made with this man in mind. Yes, amen? amen? There are some things you can go to the market and buy it. It's you know, I was buying a dress for my wife one day, and I said, will it fit her? And they said, oh, this is freestyle. It fits everybody. Whether slim, fat, short, tall. Freestyle. Somebody said freestyle. freestyle. So I realized that that one is not custom made. It's freestyle. Everybody can wear it. But the custom made one, not everybody, they look at your hips. Because some people are like this, and they become this at the, at the bottom. Some are also straight. I might throw up. Are you throw up already? Some are also big up and then small down. So they look at your size and they make what will fit you. That's called custom made. So now what I'm saying, thank you very much, Elijah. So now what I'm saying is that there are curses that are also custom made. Custom made. Now, I really, really beg everybody here, everybody hearing me this morning, this morning, this morning, hear me very well, everybody here. I need you to understand this because God wants to take you to another level in your life. There are people who have been restrained and they are being hindered. By certain causes that they cannot even realize. You don't know why you cannot run so fast. You cannot see why some things are not working in your life. You don't understand why no job appears to be working. You don't understand why things are so difficult. Maybe, maybe, maybe there is a certain cause. But I declare to you today. I declare to you today. God is going to set you free. I said, God is going to set you free. God is going to deliver you. Shout your loudest amen. What a word. When I say what a word, you say what a preacher. What a word. What a word. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? So, just be seated. Let me continue. So, I'm saying to you, you see, I was praying for you. I woke up at 3 a.m. this morning. I slept about, at about 1 o'clock and I woke up at 3 a.m. And I was praying. I was praying. And God said, I should pray for you that the eyes of your understanding will be opened. Can I say it again? God said, I should pray for you that what? The eyes of your understanding. Because there's something that you can hear. 
that somebody so that you may not even understand what is being said. But when your eyes are open, you suddenly see that hey. How come I'm here? And when your the eyes of understanding is open, you see where you are and you see the way forward. I see you running out of every trap in the name of Jesus. You will escape every trap. You will escape every curse. You will escape every curse. You will escape every curse. Shout your loudest amen. So, three types of curses. Number one is what? Global. Global curses are curses. You see, one day I met a, a man in Switzerland. He, he'll be there. Thank you very much. Now, I met this man in Switzerland. I was preaching the, after, after the service. The man came to me. And he said, Pastor. I said, what is the problem? He said, my family are full of witches. This man is from a country in Africa. That begins with the letter. I don't know whether it's N or J. The name of the country begins with the letter, a certain letter. <laughs> One of the alphabets. The man said, in my country, there are so many witches in my family. And he said, they have been trying to kill me. But somehow, by the grace of God, I got a visa. And I ran away, and now I now live in Switzerland. Now the man told me, listen, the man told me, he said, Pastor. He said, Pastor. I, I, he said, last night I had a dream. And in the dream, I saw that there was a funeral. And somebody was in the, in the caskets. And people were dancing around the caskets that a man is dead. And he said, Pastor. I was the one who was lying in the casket. I was the one who was in the coffin. What a shock. And the man said, Pastor, I am surprised. How did the demon get a get visa to come to Switzerland? How did they get visa to come to Switzerland? You see, what the man was saying to me, my dear, what the man was saying is that, uh, what the man was saying is that I thought when I crossed the borders of the country that begins with the letter uh, something, when I cross the borders, I'll be free. But somehow, I find myself here in Switzerland, and the demons have managed to come to where I am, and I had a dream. I was in the coffin. They are going to bury me. I want you to know, devils don't have barriers. They can cross every barrier. But there's a blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus. The only thing the devil, one of the things the devils fear is the blood of Jesus. Somebody say the blood of Jesus. Another thing they fear is the name of Jesus. Somebody shout the name of Jesus. That is why I declare to you today, by the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So, I am going to 
Take my time. Say, Bishop, take your time. I didn't hear you. Say, Bishop, take your time. So I'm going to take my time and teach you and see what we say global curse. What does it mean? When we say Bible curse, what does it mean? When we say custom-made curse, you know, custom-made curses like there are some families, these people, I know families, people die at the age of 40. Nobody crosses 40. It's a custom-made curse that is on them. I don't know, there's some, there's some families, anybody who marries doesn't have children. It's a custom-made case. There's some families where nobody uh, even gets married at all. There's some families, you see, or there's, some, there's some things that are tailored for families. I don't know which family you come from, but I come in the name of the Lord. And I declare to you, that custom-made curse shall be broken in your life. Yeah. Come on, shout your loudest amen. So I'm going to take my time and show you. Once again, say, Bishop, take your time. I didn't hear you. Yeah, very good. So I'm going to take my time and show you some of these things. Hmm. What a shock. All right. And um, we will not finish today, but that's why I never and begged you that for all the massa in your city, you must come to church on Sunday. Say amen. amen. For all the roasted corn in Tuduana, you must come to church on Sundays. Say amen. amen. Hmm. All right. So when you talk about global curse, let me start with the global curse. And I'll explain to you what a curse is to you very, very, very um, shortly. And we will end for today. We have communion. All right. Okay. So first of all, let me define, let me give you definition of a curse. Definition of what? Definition of a curse. Have we been to Lagos before? Been to Lagos before? Where else have we been to in Nigeria? Lagos and your city. These two places. What a shock. You'll be traveling to America. Amen. Would you like to go to America? <laughs> you will. You believe it all. You believe it. You go and you come back. By the grace of God. Or you come back. <laughs> Rascal. He's not coming back. <laughs> you leave us in the church like that. You'll not come back. You come and visit us and go back. I hear you. Anyway, so quickly, the reason why I'm doing this, my brother, what's your name? Edward. Hey. It is a very important name, I tell you. <laughs> hey, what a shock. Mm. You know, Pastor who was talking a lot on the stage. He's also called Pastor Edward. So you two will be talking one day as a pastor in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and say amen. Beautiful. Why is your friend laughing at you? He, he didn't want to come, you see, and you brought him by force. Suddenly we are prophesying to him. What a shock. All right. So, number one, I'm defining to you a curse. Say, Bishop, define. I didn't say, Bishop, define. Now listen, a curse, number one, is an appeal 
to some supernatural power to inflict evil or pain on someone. A curse is an appeal to a supernatural power to inflict pain or evil on somebody. So if, um, what's the name again? Jonah, maybe you promised to marry, who did you promise to marry? Tell me the truth, tell me the truth, tell me the truth. Are you sure? Who? Angela, where's Angela? You promised to marry Angela. And then when you went out, you, did, you met Veronica. And you fell in love with, when you saw Veronica, your heart began to move from the left to the right. What a shock. And then, Angela calls you. Hello, 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 brother. Jonah. Say, hello, hello. Suddenly, you are not nice to, uh, to Angela again. Ah! Meanwhile, you have been eating Angela's food every day. Brother Jonah, why are you doing that? What a shock. You have been, he's been, she's been cooking for you. Suddenly, you have met Veronica. And so, all the promise you made for Angela, they have thrown it into the rubbish. Then Angela gets angry. And Angela begins to curse you. For all the food, you have eaten her food for five years. What a shock. You have drank her Fanta, her Zobo, all of that, you have, you have done all that. You have even tried to squeeze her breast. What a shock. Anyway, just, 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 by, just by the way, just by the way, Jonah is a good man. He will not do that. But it's just, just an example. Maybe you are the one I should use, not you. Or Job, I should use you, not you. <laughs> now, listen. Now, Angela goes and gets angry. And Angela appeals to a supernatural being. Maybe God, or maybe something. He said, for what this man has done to me, five years of wasting my time, may he never prosper in life. May somebody also cheat him and maltreat him. May his children, children, and children suffer, and his children, children suffer for what he has done. I don't know whether you hear me saying. What do you say? Reject it. But what you did was not good. So you cannot get, you cannot just reject it like that. Do you think it's, it can just reject it? Come, 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 come. Eh? So you see, if you did it, him, not you. Then sit down. Then sit down. Then that curse is not for you. You see, for what whoever did, the person turns and or maybe you enter business with somebody. And you swindle the person. You cheat the person. You take the person's money. Or you do something evil to the person. And the person is heartbroken. The person is sad. The person is appointed. And the person appeals to a superior power. Because the person knows that me, I cannot do anything. But there's a power that can afflict you. So the person appeals to that power. And curses and speaks a certain way. May his children suffer. May she, never, may, she, may, may she never grow to become 40 years old. Person says all those curses. The person is appealing to a supernatural power. Now listen to me, church. Listen. I need for you to understand 
Thy curses are real. I said what? I said what? Curses are real. Now, if you do not take care, a cursing curse can come over your life and cloud your life. And you will discover that you may not even find your way out. That's what I'm teaching you. That if anything that you have, it maybe you have done something that is attracting curse. I'm going to show you how the weeks go by, how you can cancel that curse in your life. Amen. Say amen. amen. What you can do, what you can do so that that curse will not be effective. Because as for curses, they are real. But the Bible says, there shall be no more. There shall be no more. I see you get to a place where no curse will work in your life. You get to the place where no curse will work in your life. Shut him in again. So a curse is when you appeal to a higher authority to do something, afflict the person. Some people go to idols. Some people go to Babalao. They go to places appealing to this thing against the person who has hurt them. And these things bring a certain something. Now let me show you another definition of a curse. A curse. <laughs> a curse is any express wish, express wish that some express wish that some form of adversity or misfortune will befall or attach itself to someone. Adversity or misfortune attaches itself to you. Amen? amen? I said amen. amen. So when somebody said, you will never get a good job. In other words, you go for interview upon interview, nobody will employ you. Maybe somebody has spoken a certain, has a, a wish like that. Now, the reason I'm teaching this today is because I feel that all of us here there's a certain type of curse that may be working in your life. But I'm also telling you that God sent me to break that curse over your life. Yeah. You will get a good job. Yeah. You will have a good marriage. Yeah. You will build a house. Yeah. You will drive a nice car. Yeah. You will prosper in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And you will live long. Yeah. Lift your right hand and say, I will live long. I will live. Say, I will live long. Do you believe what I'm saying? You will live long. Tell your neighbor you will live long. You will live long. You will live long. Now tell your other neighbor you'll get a good job. You'll get a good job. You'll get a good job. Tell him you'll get a good job. Now tell the other person sitting around you that you got you have a good marriage. 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 Richard, you have a good marriage. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, may every curse be neutralized. Hallelujah! I said, Hallelujah! Makota kabahataya, rakabakota bahataya. Are you still here? Am I talking to anybody here? My friend, your story is changing. Your story is changing. You will dance like never before. You will smile like never before. You will shout like never before. May God bless you. 
then God lifts his hand in your life. You will never fail. You, the days of failure are over. I'm preaching. I'm glad you came, man. I'm glad you came. Thank you for coming. The reason why God made you to come. The reason why God allowed you to come. To hear this way. For you and for your children. For your family. Anything that attaches itself to you. Attach itself. Any wish. Anybody, negative wish. For you. You will never do well. Things are not going to work out. I'm showing you by the word of God. There shall be no more curse. That curse will not work again. 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 Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Can I tell you something? You will not be a beggar all the days of your life. Ah, I just said something. I get preaching somebody. You will not be a beggar the rest of your life. Can I talk to somebody here? Can I tell you something? I said you will not be a beggar the rest of your life. Do you believe it? One, one of these days you'll be sitting in church and you come and park your car at the car park. Do you believe it? One of these days I'm going to have I'm going to get a phone call and it will be you calling. Say, Bishop, I just I just got a job. I'm earning dollars. I'm earning dollars. <laughs> Are you still here? Lift your hand and say, No more curse. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I talk for five more minutes? I said, five more minutes. Is it all right? Five more minutes? And then I'll be done. Hey, I'm preaching. So I've given you two definitions. Number one, when somebody appeals to a higher being to inflict pain on you. Number two, when a certain misfortune, somebody's wish, you know that not everybody wishes you well. Hello, my dear sister. What's the name again? Yes. Yes. Pardon? Kachi. Pardon? Kacholong. Wow. 
What does it mean? What does your name mean? It means what? The name. What? Good God. Bakota Bashataya. Beautiful name. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. Catch it up. God brought you here for you to hear this word. That a new day is coming in your life. Every page that has your name on it, by the end of this service, and by the end of this service, can I have, I think I have a notebook here. A notebook or something. Yeah. Some of you, the enemy has written a list for you. I'm looking for, yeah, at least there's something written about you. One, two, three, four, five. Many things. But God is going to take the page off. And going to turn it into pieces. Into pieces. Into pieces. Into pieces. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? Every evil destiny for your life. Is being turned into pieces in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Let me give you one more and then we close. I feel like preaching. As I feel like preaching, are you still here? Yeah. Now listen to be cursed. Is to be sentenced to demotion and inferiority. Hmm. To be cursed means to be sentenced to demotion. Edward, to be sentenced to what? Demotion and to inferiority. When they say you are inferior, my daughter, what does it mean to be inferior? You must know. You can't say you don't know. When they say you're inferior, what does it mean? Where is, where is your sister? Where is, where is mercy? Where is mercy? Mercy. Do you understand when they say inferior? You are inferior. That means that you are below. You are inferior. You are below. So when they say somebody is cursed, it means that you... The person wishes that you always be demoted. You always be below. And you always be lower than everybody else. Maybe that has been your life. Maybe that has been your condition. You feel inferior. You have what we call inferiority complex. You're always looking down on yourself. I'm not, good. I'm not good enough. I'm good for nothing. Nothing is working in my life. Everybody is better than me. There are some ladies who say that everybody is more beautiful than me. Some ladies here, you are, look at, you've thought about it. Why am I not as beautiful as Sister, Sister Grace? Why am I not as beautiful as Sister Mary? Why am I not as beautiful as this? Why am I always, you see, you have a certain inferiority complex. That makes you look down on yourself. Maybe 
you fell out of school. You were going to school and still didn't go out. You didn't go your, the way you expected. Maybe your parents couldn't help you, look after you. Maybe things went wrong, so you dropped out of school. And now when you meet your classmates, people that you sat in class with, you have, you feel inferior. Oh, what a word I'm preaching. What a word I'm preaching. Are you still there? When you see your friends and your colleagues, some of them are, 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 have gone to America and come. Some are driving cars and you look at yourself that I'm always broken poor and it makes you feel inferior. What a word. What a word. Are you still here? Even the church that you are sitting in, you don't feel qualified to come to church. We have to beg you. Pastor James has to beg you. Pastor Kenneth, oh, let's go like that. I don't have anything. I don't have any shoe to wear. You feel inferior. I'm telling you. You feel inferior. You say, oh, I don't have clothes. I don't have this. I don't have money to give offering. I don't have. You feel inferior. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You feel demoted. Join the choir. Oh, not me. Hey, me. I can't sing in the choir. I can't sing on the stage. Because you feel inferior. But I came to preach to you. As I came to preach to you. You know why I came to your city? You know why I, you know I came to I came to your city because of you. You are the reason why I came. You are the reason why I came to your city. God sent me to you particularly. Hallelujah. I said Hallelujah. When my bishop sent me, God was actually using him to send me to you to come and break every curse in your life so that you can begin a new journey of life, a journey of blessing, a journey of prosperity, a journey of favor, a journey of God's goodness, a journey of God's mercy. May you begin a new journey in the name of Jesus. Tamida, maybe you are one of the reasons why I came to the city. Elisha, Richard, I don't know, but perhaps you may be the reason. God sent you to talk to somebody here. A lady who always feels down. You always walk with your head down. You always feel, I'm not qualified. I will not, I will not be a good wife. I'll not be a good student. I'll not be a good I'll not I'll not be a good mother. You always say the negative thing about yourself. But today, I cancel that negative word in the name of Jesus. It is cancel. Somebody shout no more curse. Come on, shout no more curse. Some of you, even where you live, you are ashamed of where you live. You are ashamed to take your friend to your house. But can I tell you something? Though your beginning is small, your latter ends are greatly increased. I say your latter ends are greatly increased. Today you may be nothing, but I prophesy to your life. I prophesy to your life. I prophesy to your life. I see increase coming your way. I see increase coming your way. I see a new day coming your way. You are beginning a new journey. A new journey. 
Someone shout a new journey. I just shout a new journey. Shout a new journey. Oh, God is telling me something. Some of you, you are tired of where you are. You are tired of your condition. Yes, you should be tired. You tell yourself, I'm not sitting here again. I am not staying here again. I am not sitting down here again. I'm not looking down on myself again. I'm not writing myself out again. By the name of Jesus. Your days of demotion are over. Hold your neighbor's shoulder and shake him. Hold your neighbor's shoulder, put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder, tell him the days of demotion are over. Come on, shake him until he falls down. The days of demotion are over. They're over. They're over. Can you do one more thing? Stand your feet, stand your feet, everybody. Everybody, stand your feet. I want you to move to 12 people and tell them the days of demotion are over. Move out of your chair. job maybe you lost an opportunity but today is a beginning of a new journey begin of a new journey begin of a new journey in your life in your life in your family in the name of Jesus stand your feet lift your two hands up high stand your feet lift your two hands up high lift your two hands up high Lift your two on top high. All of us here. Say after me, I declare by the word of God, I declare by the authority in the name of Jesus, a new journey has begun in my life. I declare. By the word of God, I declare by the power of the blood, I am free from curses that has affected my life. Up to today, I declare today by the blood of Jesus, by the body of Jesus, I am free. From every curse. Today. I declare. The motion is over. I will go forward. I will make progress. I will do well. 
in every area. Thank you, Father, for your blessing in my life. In Jesus' name. Clap your hands and give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Some of you don't know how to shout. Give the Lord another shout of praise. Amen. Whilst we are standing, we are going to have communion. Can we have the bread and the wine? Everybody stand to your feet. I'm going to give you, we're going to serve the bread and wine. And then we are going to have communion together. Now listen. Every first Sunday is going to be neutralize your curse Sunday. Communion Sunday is a Sunday where you are going to be free from every hole. Can I help? Um, yeah, sister. Give, give, yeah, let the pastors bring them quickly. Bring them from the room. Give it to the pastors. Let them come forward. I'm going to bless the bread and bless the wine. And then tonight, today, we are going to connect to our prophets to speak into every life. Pastor Ronald, is it going to work? Pastor Ronald, is it going to work? All right. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless the bread and we bless the wine. I'm asking that everyone that shall eat this bread and drink this wine will start a new journey. A journey from curse into blessing. A journey from death into life. A journey from poverty into prosperity. A journey from want into abundance. A journey from sin into righteousness. A journey from hell into heaven. In the name of Jesus. May every bread and every wine be sanctified this morning. In Jesus' name. Please take them out. Everybody, hold it. Don't eat it yet. Take the bread, take the wine. Hold it in your hands. And I'm going to give instruction. Remember to bring those upstairs, the, 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 um, uh, on the stage. All right, but hold it. Don't eat it yet. Hold the wine, hold the bread.